Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is August 3rd and welcome to Daily Dose. When I originally planned out these scriptures, there's no way uh, I would have aligned as well as I have today's scripture uh, because it's actually going to be what I preached on on Sunday. Um, as I've said, we have we are taking the next several weeks to talk about prayer because I believe that it is extremely important. And so today I want to touch on an aspect that I didn't touch on, uh, on Sunday. And so I don't think this is just going to be a shortened repeat of my, uh, sermon, but today I want to talk about just praying with simplicity, not overly complicating, not praying, praying complex prayers, but just praying with simplicity. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Matthew chapter 6. Read with me in verse 5. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases like the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray like this, then. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive uh, have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. So we have in this passage of scripture, this, this shortened, condensed version of what we would consider the Lord's prayer. And so before we go any further, I want you to paraphrase in your own words, the Lord's prayer. What does it even mean? Because we talk about this idea of empty phrases, uh, a lot. And sadly, I think the Lord's fra- the Lord's prayer has become one of them because people droningly just recite the Lord's prayer. That's their prayer life is just reciting the Lord's prayer. And that's never what it was designed to do. People have taken this and said, well, this is what Jesus said. We have to pray. This is what Jesus said. The only, only prayer that we can pray is, and that's not true at all. In fact, we have a wonderful demonstration of prayer in the garden of Gethsemane. In the Garden of Gethsemane, we see probably the most realistic prayer that I think comes from our Savior's lips himself. Lord, if it be thy will, your will, let this cup pass from me. We see this human prayer. We see this wonderfully honest prayer modeled for us. And this model that gives us as we are to call holy to our Father. And so... We have this idea, these contradictions of simplicity versus complexity in this. You see, do not be like the hypocrites that love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners. They were making a big spectacle. They were turning prayer into a public production. But instead, Jesus says, find you 
a private place. Next, we see this this concept of praying that others might see you, that they that they get their reward from the others that are seeing them. And, and in contradiction, Jesus says, pray to your father in, in secret. We have the Gentiles who are heaping up these empty words, these empty phrases that are just repeating over and over and over again without a sense of sincerity in them whatsoever. And the, contra- the, the contradiction to that is that your father knows what you need before him. Your prayers can be simple. Your prayers can be simple. And what this teaches us, this model of prayer teaches us, is it's not about us. We have a tendency to believe that our prayer life is about us, but in reality, our prayer life benefits us, but our prayer life's focus is on God. Our prayer life is not for us to go every time we need something before God, because God already knows our needs. That is not the reason for prayer. What would be the reason to pray if God already knows? The reason for prayer is that God desires a relationship with us. As I said on Sunday, we don't have to have all the right words. I knew this man that prayed in King James. You don't have to pray in King James English. You can pray just how you want to pray. You can pray openly. You can pray honestly. And I want you to, as you paraphrase the Lord's Prayer, remember that it's not just an empty phrase. Our praying is not just throwing words at a ceiling, hoping that it's heard. It brings us, our prayer life should bring us into a presence of God so that we might have an encounter with God, so that we might be transformed by God. Our prayer life is that important. And, and, and something that we've started uh, yesterday on our Facebook page is posting recap sermon snippets. And so the question that I posed is, where does your prayer life leave you? And the exact same question is just as relevant today. I want to ask you, as we talk about praying with simplicity, where does your prayer life leave you? Praying with simplicity leads to a closeness with God. And that closeness with God will radically transform your life. I hope you have a great day and I will see you tomorrow.